I do have just some some words that, that you know before that I, I was really intrigued and I, I don't want to sound broken I said that um, it's not true you can speak and I look forward to if if you're willing uh, Owen to, to be more adventurous and our young people older and younger little teenagers especially and so. that exploring this whole new world that they can explore in everything is new, all experiences are new. But in their natural and unguided state, that's where these little words are. How do we know that we all the time? Anybody remember that? Any of you have young children at home? But now when you have young children at home, in your back for five seconds, and something that I'd like to share with you a little moment is I was at work one day, and my wife Renee calls me, and she's in a mixture of tears and trauma and laughing and sadness and probably a whole other bunch of things that I can Thank you. 
hide them in the way that we should. We need guidance in our lives because of our Matthew 18, which we took from this earlier, beginning of verse 1, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom? This is what the question Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And the person of peace. Speaking of grace and grace. Jesus called the little child to him, put the child among them, and he said, Tell you the truth, unless you turn from your sins and become like little children, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It's kind of an interesting translation, I think it's based on something in Matthew. So anyone who becomes humble as a little child is the greatest. If you called one of these little ones who trusts in me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to have a large millstone tied around your neck and be drowned to death. There's a lot in that verse that applies to us. We are talking about First thing that jumps out to me, and maybe it does to you, is the concept that we need to be, as Jesus said, coming in humility and trust as a little child of God. The same humility that a child has to his to his parents, to his parents, and they will say, coming home as a little child of God. This is the simple thing that Jesus is talking about. Not a simple thing to do unless you're trying to save yourself. That's one of the critical reasons after we start saving from our sins and in our life of our sins. We want us to be here now. Wasting money and running around and tripping and falling and making a mess and having ended up here. be broken up to God. Broken to God. Not the same. Once we're forgiven, 
little finger running around everywhere. That's how we
if you ask the question, do you ever find yourself in life where you're just putting walls and not expressing and not moving in whatever it is you want to express what you want? It might be that interesting that this childlike humility that Jesus told us to have towards one another, towards God, how do we misapply it? Do we just do we really just put the walls there as a sign of standing up for ourselves? And that's an important thing. It's not a hug of your brother. Children don't really have problems with that either, do they? They voice what they need. And that's okay. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I'm cold. I need this. I want that. But you just need to be covered with that. <coughs> this childlike character of humility towards one another is. Build up a resume, right? Of why we are better, more capable, more successful. But it's there. The weaker, the least
says, if you do, if you approach one another in humility, if you approach God in humility, you can do that. You can change the world.
Interesting in this in this both the word for and the word since are the same word. Take a look at them. They are the same root word. But it makes sense, doesn't it? Since is a
Ephesians 15 through the middle. And you find it in Deuteronomy chapter 11 and verse 19. It says, So commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these words of God. Tie them to your hands and wear them on your foreheads as reminders. Teach them to your children. about them, and you are saved. And you are on your way. And when you go into bed, do not forget them. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates, so that as long as you shall remain above the earth, you may be flourishing among the whole world. It's a beautiful thing. And we know from the history of Israel
discipline, guidance in our lives, the lives of our children, grandchildren. Do you know what that is for you? Correction and discipline in your child? That's not of you. It is of the Savior, but it's you. Absolutely is. But the correction and discipline, they're being corrected by God.
Thank you. 